So, Z, what do you think about the Sunday assembly for uh, freethinkers and atheists who want to have that sense of community you were talking about uh, that Christians get? Um, I don't know if it's such a good idea, because if you're an activist, it kind of makes it look like atheism is sort of a religion, which we all know it's not. It's the lack of uh, belief in gods. Um, so I'm wondering what your take on the Sunday Assembly is. I'd, I'd really like to hear. Um, I've never been to one. I'm curious. I might go to one just to see what it's like. But uh, have you ever been to one? What do you think? Let me know. Okay, cheers. Rare Todd, I never heard of a Atheist Sunday gathering. I certainly would attend at least one. Uh, see what sort of folks are showing up. <laughs> Give a show of support. And I think uh, it's a great idea, especially for people that are just coming out of uh, the cult of Christianity. You probably heard me say this already, but... You know, the thing that we miss the most is community. And that's a huge thing because we're a symbiosis, man. You know, we all are so frail and we need that safety net. And um, and that's one of the main critical things that the Christians typically offer. Now, I got to say, I have some Christians that uh, don't really make enough money to give uh, substantially to their church and thusly uh, they don't get help but I know that's not true of all churches yeah I think going to a Sunday meeting uh, and also sort of using it as an educational period um, and discussion rather than a preaching period of course the Christians would probably want to call this re-educating but uh, there is no such thing educating is educating you don't throw out stuff that you knew just because it's wrong and then you found out otherwise. No, you you continue to build. That's how education works. Now, my criticisms with uh, that, of course, lie within the, the term atheist. You know, atheist is sort of like the word nigger. You know, atheist is the word that's used by Christian to describe non-believers. And I've heard many Christian pastors say that atheism is worse than uh, pedophilia, which I think is a horrible, horrible thing to say. But strangely enough, uh, both camps, both the Christians and the niggers, have both decided to embrace the term and sort of use it as a badge of honor. Sort of like Cher Cherokee, Cherokee Indian. That's actually a derogatory term. The actual tribe is named Sluggy. That's Sluggy tribe. So history does some strange things. Now for years I have been attending, usually once a year, me and my family will attend a skeptical or atheist type of convention. But these are typically held in Las Vegas and we both hate Las Vegas. And what I also find interesting about these uh, events are they're attended mostly by atheist Jews. Go figure. 
I also find these events to be somewhat intellectually masturbatory. And remember, just because they're atheists doesn't mean that they're skeptical or logical. You know, I mean, that would be a stereotype. It's a stereotype in the positive, but still not very accurate. I've uh, met atheists that were full on into horoscopes and various psychic stuff. So when I say I'm an atheist, I really say it with a small a. <clears throat> what I would use a capital letter for is skeptic. I really define myself as a skeptic. And that, I don't mind a capital A. And I think skeptics should get together. And so, not an atheist camp, but a skeptic camp. And the reason being is it's inclusive. I don't like exclusive type of stuff for humans. Humans shouldn't be so goddamn exclusive. Um, and skeptics, anyone can be a skeptic. You can be a Christian and still be a skeptic. It's just at a, at a varying rate of how skeptical are you, right? And what do you apply your skepticism toward? Some people may not apply skepticism toward faith and belief, but they've might apply it to things like um, nutrition and fitness, which is awesome. And I think skeptics and people of faith really should get together and have a conversation in order to frame out, you know, respect. And we don't allow these stereotypes to divide us. Now, would I vote for a black gun-toting lesbian pothead for president? All right, guys, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. It's Curse Word Challenge. What is the Curse Word Challenge? Funny you should ask. You call in and give me a minute solid, or the best you can do, of cursing. Yeah, just curse. Curse, 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 curse for as much as you can. Uh, whoever can get to a minute without repeating wins I might even like mail you something I don't know I'm, I'm pretty excited about this or should I say I'm pretty gosh darn excited about this you see I noticed there's not a lot of excessive cursing on anchor so let's make a change Let's get all that cursing. Let's do it all together and put it all in one place. So call in, darn it, and give me your best cursing. All right, so a prize. I just thought of a prize. Everyone that participates will be included in the cursing mashup. And the winner, it will be named or will be allowed to choose the name of the mashup. Yeah, that sounds perfectly right. The winner gets the title, of course. All right, darn it. Let the cursing games begin. Okay, I'm not quite sure I can do it an entire minute straight. But uh, here, here we go. Gosh darn frick. Um, shoot. Gosh, no, I said that. Heck, jeez, poo, butt.
wiener, jerk, horse breath, diagnabbit, frisifrac, jehoshaphat, tarnation. If you have kids listening, hold their ears right now. Donald Trump, which reminds me of we, you know, as in we, we. And last, but definitely, and absolutely not least, DRATS! Integrity Radio, this is about the cursing challenge. Frick. Ass. Stupid. Vagina. And last but and last but not least, penis.
Xbox by far. I will be the greatest that God ever created. gifted politician and they have me best in the economy not like by one point by like 50 points and they have me by far by far best in leadership i'm very highly educated i know words i have the best words and i am the most fabulous whiner i have the best Trump steaks are by far the best tasting most flavorful beef you ever had and the greatest builder is me I've always had people say very powerful I am the most military based and the most militaristic person in the show. I understand things, I comprehend very well. Okay? Better than I think almost anybody. Is Donald Trump an intellectual? Trust me. I'm like a smart person. You know, I'm like a smart person. I do have actually much more you know than a lot of people. Donald, you have the most beautiful hands. Donald, you have the most beautiful hands. Beautiful hands. Good evening to you. Well, it's probably afternoon. Would it be afternoon, midday where you are? <clears throat> Maybe a bit before. I was listening to your piece on Nazi 2.0, um, and I had to listen to it twice to get w what it was you were talking about, um, or get your the crux of your argument. Um, I was talking about Nazis today myself, actually. 
in terms of uh, human beings' uh, propensity for obedience to authority or perceived authority. I was talking about that today, but um, in regard to Harvey, I don't, I, I don't understand where you are coming from with that argument. Now, I will, I do have a comment regarding uh, plants that replenish the soil. I think there's a cycle there. We just need to get back in harmony with it, you know, rather than invent technology. Yes, Larry. Uh, Larry's talking about uh, my segment, Nazi 2.0. It was mostly a rant. Um, there, I wasn't arguing anything. However, I was making a bunch of points and creating a bunch of metaphors that certainly could be argued. And... Um, so if you have any arguments on any of those points, I'd love to hear them. Now, regarding technology. You know, technology are we. I mean, we are the embodiment of technology. Us humans are technology. I mean, we started in technology as soon as we understood that we could use a sharpened rock or a jagged bone uh, as a tool. And the technology just kept exponentiating from there. And good thing, because um, we were an otherwise pretty frail species. You know, relative to all the other creatures out there. The rhino, the elephant, the woolly mammoth, the saber-toothed tiger. We are here today and dominate the planet due to the graces of our innate technology now we could tie the two subject matters together by saying uh, as long as you have people that weren't brought up properly you will have large masses of people that do bad things what I mean by brought up properly is just given the love and emotional care and, and the economic support and you know the usual you know, not subjected to rape and torture. But Larry, mostly what I think that I'm saying, because I went back and listened to it as well, is that we could do better. I mean, we can do much better. And I think I've heard you say that many times, so I think we're just uh, reverbering, reverberating. Yeah, I didn't want to use the word resonate because then rainbows would start coming out of my ass. Now, here, I'll say something that perhaps you might want to argue. I don't feel that we are going to make things any better by way of spiritual means. Certainly not by way of religion. I think if you want to control a bunch of people, then, well, that's how you do it, right? Control their brains and you don't have to control their bodies. So instead of turning away from the tree of knowledge, which the Bible clearly explicitly advises you to do, I think we need to go the other way and we need to really embrace technology and refine it and make it work for us. You know, this is a little off topic, and this is probably going to be a hard segment to follow as well. People seem to be very self-conscious as to what people think. And I think this is 
this is wrong. I think you should be concerned about how people think. Because how a person uses their thinking process really does kind of define the rest. You know, believing an invisible guy in the sky that cares about you really says less about what you think and says more about how you think or how you were even raised. And in our particular case, uh, many of us in America were raised as Christians. Now, many of us uh, through the years and also through education and experience and exposure um, have become unable to believe. And this is not a voluntary thing. So I really think that believers and non-believers need to be compassionate towards one another. Up to a point. I mean, you still should be respectful of each other's toes. <laughs> so I guess the main thing I'm saying here is if we don't self-govern, then someone will do it for us. And they probably want to get paid a lot of money to do it. I don't blame them. So what's the challenge at hand? We need to self-govern and we are not self-governing. You cannot self-govern in a kleptocracy. Kleptocracy, alternatively kleptocracy or kleptarchy, from Greek, kleps equals thief plus kratos equals power, rule, hence rule by thieves, is the term applied to a government seen as having a particularly severe and systemic problem with officials or a ruling class, collectively. Kleptocrats, taking advantage of corruption to extend their personal wealth and political power. Typically this system involves the embezzlement of state funds at the expense of the wider population, sometimes without even the pretense of honest service. Kleptocracies are generally associated with dictatorships, oligarchies, military juntas, or other forms of autocratic and nepotist governments in which external oversight is impossible or does not exist. This lack of oversight can be caused or exacerbated by the ability of the kleptocratic officials to control both the supply of public funds and the means dispersal for those funds. Kleptocratic rulers often treat their country's treasury as a source of personal wealth, spending funds on luxury goods and extravagances as they see fit. Many kleptocratic rulers secretly transfer public funds into hidden personal numbered bank accounts in foreign countries to provide for themselves if removed from power. Kleptocracy is most common in developing countries whose economies are based on the export of natural resources. Such export incomes constitute a form of economic rent and are easier to siphon off without causing the income to decrease. The effects of a kleptocratic regime or government on a nation are typically adverse in regards to the welfare of the state's economy, political affairs and civil rights. Kleptocratic governance typically ruins prospects of foreign investment and drastically weakens the domestic market and cross-border trade. As kleptocracies often embezzle money from their citizens by misusing funds derived from tax payments, or engage heavily in money laundering schemes, they tend to heavily degrade quality of life for citizens. See, what's the story? Um, I had a lot to say on this, and I didn't even know where I was going to go with it uh, before I kicked off. So I knew a minute wasn't enough. So I echoed some of your stuff. 
and my call in and then I added uh, a couple of segments on my own station to uh, take that conversation a bit further uh, if you want to check it out alright and thanks for the uh, opportunity talk to you later <laughs> 15 wondrous beautiful moments of the Lord talking shit love it well, that was some good shit. Um, not all of it that I agree with, but that was, um, for the most part, I think some good shit. Now, some of my heroes um, were believers, let's say. And um, even like Bucky. Bucky Fuller felt that, man, it was too late. We're doomed, right? But man, that's been the message from day one since I went to Sunday school that, you know, repent before it's too late. No matter that the historical um, biblical tradition um, actually meant within the apostles' lifetime, but uh, oh well. I think the most important thing to carry away here is how tenacious religious indoctrination is. Because even though we, some of us may not uh, be part of the Catholic Church anymore, we still have that imprinting and we have a lot to get through other than just not believing in a guy in the sky. What has happened to us is we have become susceptible to what is known as magical thinking. And this is important because it's tapping into our natural, biological, evolutionary urge to believe. It's what's kept us alive. We don't believe that the tiger's behind that big old rock, or we do, or we don't believe. You know, it's part of uh, our evolutionary makeup. And the next progression to that is taking advantage of that. <laughs> so here's the thing. Larry said a lot of things that are very real and very true. The only thing that isn't real or true is the concept of, of God or some sort of, you know, uh, spirit or some sort of magical thing. It, it's not. There's, uh, okay, then prove it. On some level, prove it. Like I said, 2,000 years of Judeo-Christian belief, zero evidence and oh 50 to 100 years of scientific practice and look at what we have and true if we want to abandon technology then we would certainly uh wind up going back into the dark ages and even back into the caves i don't think that's really feasible no we have to do what we've always done we rather have to be exterminated or we have to get out of here and discover discover new worlds, discover new lands, discover new ways, create new technologies. And I think what a lot of people don't like is there are no alternatives. You rather die or you mutate. <laughs> you figure it out. Now you draw on a very important point and that is that there are people out there that need this stuff. They need it. Well, there are heroin addicts that need heroin. There are coke addicts that need cocaine. Okay, so I'll give you that. Why then put these people in seats of power? Why then give these people authority? 
It's absurd. I don't want to come off as a motivational speaker here, but I really do feel that human potential needs to be developed and harnessed so that we can exponentially go get the fuck out of this old paradigm of uh, enslaving people and torturing people. It's ridiculous. And I know it's easy to look around, you know, look at the people around you and sort of give up. I totally get that. But they're not the ones that are going to take charge. They're not the ones that are going to make the difference here. They are the ones that are just going to follow the path of least resistance. All right, and before I end this segment, I am going to do some preaching. Hallelujah. Learn how to think. Yeah, think skeptically. Skepticism really is at the heart of learning how to think and learning how to learn. Without it, we're screwed. Without it, you're stuck with the motivational speakers and dictators that you put in power. Oh, I should say that uh, I zipped myself over to your site there and I uh, was checking out a couple of your YouTube videos. You're a younger man than your voice would tell me. Uh, either that or else you're, you're as old as you sound, but you've kept yourself looking young. I don't know. Uh, anyway, keep her lit, man. Integrity Radio. Hey, um, it's me, Adam, from the Late Night Talk. So, and so with Nazis, okay. I stay in the South, and the South is where all the Nazis are originally from. Um, you look back into their history, you know, they try to have like a whole racial genocide of the blacks in the South after slavery was abolished. And um, which is why today, you know, you have that whole disagreement about like the Confederate flag in um and like confederate statues because people are trying to get rid of that you know they're trying to get rid of all that um statues and symbolism of confederacy and um which is why we had that big ass fight in charlotte's where someone had got ran over uh i wanted to ask you what are your thoughts on what happened in um charlottesville and like the whole uh, alt-right and nationalist what, what are your thoughts on those people so what do I think of uh, what's going on in the south well I'm from the south I'm a person of color I was raised in the south in 1963 uh, in Mississippi and uh, well you can just imagine what I think <laughs> I've told this story before, I'll tell it again. Uh, when I first started going to school in Mississippi, uh, my mother would drop me off, and then once she left, the uh, teacher would then take me into an empty room where I would sit uh, and behave myself in an empty room for the whole day until my mother came back up to pick me up. That was my earliest, uh, well, my earliest childhood memories. No, I have 28% Polynesian in me, and I always dreamt of going back to my people. So eventually I wound up in Hawaii, and then I experienced the opposite, where um, brown-skinned people were very prejudiced and um, not very nice to fair-skinned people. 
you know, there is a difference in the uh, racism. But, uh, well, the difference being you could appreciate Southern racism. Because in the South, if you're in the wrong place, they'll go, nigger, you don't belong here, and you get your ass out of there. Um, in Hawaii, they don't really necessarily tell you you don't belong there. They kind of sucker you in just so they can abuse you. <laughs> but, come on, I mean, it, it would be an insult to even say racism is wrong, right? I mean, of course it's wrong. Jesus. But so is stupidity, and so is, so is ignorance. So is not getting a proper education. So is not learning history. So, oh, you got me saying it. That was very clever. So, get it? So. However, I'm not going to join the crowd here. I'm not going to join the, the alt-left crowd or the alt-right crowd. Because, uh, as Arnold Schwarzenegger says, uh, if you go too far from the left or the right, you wind up in the ditch. I think people should be able to express their hatred. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But it shouldn't be done on uh, state-owned property. And I think people should be able to express their hatred and their racism. But they shouldn't be able to hold public office. Remember, America is for the people and by the people. And we have a unique situation here in America where that's at least what we're supposed to be about. Yeah, integrity. I agree with you about the segment where you said um, it's the responsibility of the parents to bring their children upright. And yeah, you, you tend to find a lot of people these days, they just um, have them in numbers, but it's a lot of work to put into a being. One, one child takes a lot to bring up. So you can imagine you have three, four, five. If you want to be really realistic, you need to put that equal amount of time in all of them. You know, equally, not um, you loving one more than the other or being able to provide for one more than the other you know and um, you, you tend to find people miss these um, um, these facts a lot I agree with you there 100% hey this is Z thanks for the call I uh, answered your question on my channel but I would like to ask you a question I'm an atheist I haven't always been an atheist I was raised a, a Christian Methodist Baptist and then Catholic and then atheist. Well, and a few other things, too. But then eventually to atheism. And that's atheism with a small a. I really consider myself a skeptic. And there are Christian skeptics, and their skeptics come in all shapes and flavors. I find that here in America, more people of color tend to be religious and pretty devout Christians. Which is strange because it is a philosophy and religion of slavery. I mean, the Christian Bible actually tells you how to treat your slaves. I was wondering what your take on this is. Alright, so in order for us to find, maintain, and then communicate integrity, we have to start with first finding integrity. So to find integrity, we have to identify it. Luckily, we have Anchor, and that's going to help us to really look within, deep within, and find that unique perspective. 
that leads us to our integrity. That innate integrity that is within us. But it's hijacked and held ransom in lieu of your consent, your engineered consent. So let us first hunt down this integrity. Let's seek it out. Let's codify. Look from within. Find integrity. Maintain integrity. And communicate integrity. Integrity Radio. I should like to change into a sunflower, most of all. That's so tall and simple. What flower would you like to be? I don't know. One of these, maybe? Why do you say that? Because they're all alike. Oh, but they're not. Look, see. Some are smaller, some are fatter. Some grow to the left, some to the right. Some even have lost some petals. All kinds of observable differences. You see, Harold... I feel that much of the world's sorrow comes from people who are this, yet allow themselves to be treated as that.
You're listening to Integrity Radio. Learn self-correction at www.sifuzi.com. Listen to original music at soundcloud.com slash music for dogs. You can also follow Sifu underscore Z on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash Sifu underscore Z. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more here on Integrity Radio. to myself to go check out the link that you have on your description 
to check out the uh, Daily Manifesto or your, your Artist Manifesto. I'm sorry. And uh, yes, reminder to me and everybody else out there to uh, go check that out. I uh, I have a similar type of thing. It's called Z's 12 Laws. Um, if you're interested, I'll talk about them or put them up. All right. Oh, you can also see them up on my website, right, at www.cfuzi.com. So, uh, all right, I'll be checking you out. Thanks, Larry. Hey, Z. I just answered your question on my uh, station. Feel free to echo it if you want. And, um, you know, I feel like it's a generational thing. Uh, when you grow up, you know, that's, being, that's the only thing you know. A lot of times people just conform to it, you know, because uh, they grow up, you know, learning and like experiencing uh, such things i'm pretty sure you know like those southern baptist church especially black church church um go all in on their um worship and sermon service services they're very hardcore uh christians um when you grow up knowing that's the only you know thing around you you're more than likely going to adapt to it or you might look the other route and question it like as a skeptic, right? Um, that's just my two takes on it. Uh, I got the rest of more drawn on my anchor station. So feel free to echo that. And you have a wonderful day. Larry from the Daily Larb considers himself to be an agnostic. really isn't that what we all are as agnostic I mean when it comes to God it's not a, a provable point you know, I can't prove you can't prove that I can't fly so technically speaking believer or not we're all agnostic but I say to you this if we were to exercise just an iota of free will I would think it would be the ability to participate or to not participate in magical thinking. And to me, participating in magical thinking gives up that very little amount of free will that we actually have. So I hope I'm not being needlessly antagonistic when I say agnosticism is pretty much the inability to shit or get off the can. So, swearing, cursing. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Dang nabbit. Darn. Whippersnapper. Jeez. Uh, Peepee. -pee. Crap. Fudge. Freaking. Frick. Penis head. Uh, butt head. Uh, dang. Darn it. 
There's a different group to get pissed off at you in this country for everything you're not supposed to say. Can't say fruit, can't say faggot, can't say queer, can't say Nancy boy, can't say pansy. Can't say nigger, boogie, jig, jigaboo, skinhead, jungle bunny, mooly, moulinyan, or schwatzer. Can't say yid, heeb, zeeb, kike, maki, uh, dago, guinea, wop, ginzo, greaser, greaseball, spick, beaner, oye, tiger, pr, mick, donkey, turkey, limey, frog, squarehead, kraut, jerry, hun, chink, jap, nip, slope, slopehead, zip, zipperhead, gook. There is absolutely nothing wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with any of those words in and of themselves. They're only words. It's the context that counts. It's the user. It's the intention behind the words that makes them good or bad. The words are completely neutral. The words are innocent. I get tired of people talking about bad words and bad language. Bullshit. It's the context that makes them good or bad. The context that makes them good or bad. For instance, you take the word nigger. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the word nigger in and of itself. It's the racist asshole who's using it that you ought to be concerned about. We don't care when Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy say it. Why? Because we know they're not racist. They're niggers! <laughs> Context! Context! We don't mind their context because we know they're black. Hey, I know I'm Whitey the Blue-Eyed Devil, Patio Fade, Gray Boy, Honky Motherfucker myself. Don't bother my ass. They're only words. The beautiful thing about living right now and being a musician is that you can do what I'm about to play for you. You can do it on your phone. You can just get uh, little adapters and play your instrument right into your phone. And... Uh, all off of GarageBand and uh, whatever instrument you play. Yeah, check it out. Here's a composition I've been working with today, or this evening, rather. It's a work in progress, and I'm calling it As Far As I Can Tell. Thank mm -hmm. you. 